Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f***ing far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel. Oh, yeah! All right, Hammer Sean Hannity, longtime mainstay over at Fox News, has announced he's leaving New York. Actually, he's left New York. Moved to Florida full time. Let's hear that. Finally, for the first time that I can think of in my adult life, I actually have representatives uh, in in the state that I'm living in that share my values. I have a governor by the name of Ron DeSantis. I have Senators Marco Rubio and Senator Rick Scott. Um, so I'm feeling a lot better about it. And I'm, I'm not going to go through the whys, the how comes, because it's obvious. This migration out of deep blue states with high taxes, burdensome regulation, high crime, horrible school districts, is real. Are you okay with Sean Hannity now leaving his compound? I believe he was doing that show from a big place in Long Island. Moving down to Florida, no state income tax. Are you okay with this? Yes, 100%. And listen, I see a lot of people on social media saying, well, what took so long? But man, it's tough to leave the place that you call home. Sure. Right. I would love to have a warm weather home in Florida. But you know what? Indianapolis is my home. And if I ever get that opportunity, it's going to be a real tough decision for me. As bad as Indy is sometimes with the leadership. Right. It's going to have to take something really bad for me to decide. All right. I am out of here. Now, I'm not going to lie. I may be close, but. Sean Hannity's been in New York for a long time. And New Yorkers, man, that's part of who they are. It's kind of a pride thing. We're from New York. We made it through 9-11. We made it through all these other things. Bleep you, we're New York. But now it's so different. The leadership has gone so far to the left and they're being invaded by you know the folks crossing the border, the crime situation, the lack of a legit prosecutor. I totally get it. Warm weather, low taxes, conservative leaders, Florida makes a lot of sense. So, yes, I'm with Sean Hannity on this one. I mean, he's not the only one that does. I mean, it's not uncommon for those people. Uh, immediate, I think Joe Scarborough and Mika Morning Joe do their, their MSNBC show from Jupiter, Florida. Tucker has a place in Florida. For those nationally syndicated personalities there on cable news, you could do the do it from in, anywhere. I mean, Florida Hannity, and Texas both are hot spots yeah, for people to move absolutely. to. Absolutely. Nashville, I believe, as well. Yes, yes. Nashville. I'll be there this weekend, actually, going down, taking yep. my wife down there for a little bit. And I've talked about this before. What I've seen from Nashville, and this is just my personal experience. Other folks may vary. It's kind of like Indianapolis, right? About the same size, but they've got a much larger strip there. That Broadway strip. Yeah, a little more culture there, I believe. I just don't see as many bums and panhandlers in Nashville as I do here in downtown 
tourist areas of Indianapolis. Now, I'm sure if you get in the outskirts of Nashville, the back alleys, you're going to find a bunch of them. But on Broadway in Nashville, compared to downtown Monument Circle and Indy, both really big tourist areas, the amount of bums and drugs and panhandlers and poop and needles that you see here compared to there, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Uh, Disney has announced they're handing over the $67 billion Star Wars franchise hammer to a woke Pakistani feminist activist. Here she is. You know, I'm very thrilled about the project because I think um, what we are about to create is something very special. And we're in 2024 now. And I think uh, it's about time that we had a woman uh, come forward uh, to shape the story in a galaxy far, far away. There's also footage of her uh, on some panel saying that she enjoys making men feel uncomfortable. Are you okay with the wokeification of Star Wars? No. And we're going to have this conversation tomorrow. We got a good guest, Bobby Burak, who's a writer for Outkick. He's going to come on with us. Last year was a rough year for the woke, right? Bud Light and Disney and a lot of these Target, a lot of these super progressive woke companies with their woke ideology, they suffered massive financial loss. Now, if you make a good Star Wars movie, a good movie, I don't care if it's a guy or a girl, but if you're telling me you're going to force a woman's story down my throat, then come on. What are we doing here? Just make a good movie. Didn't Ray, weren't the past three recent Star Wars movies about Ray, right? Was that her name? Yeah, but I don't know if she was ever the main star, though, right? Because you had, you know, Han Solo popping back up. Yeah, and Luke Skywalker. Killed off Luke Skywalker, met his pathetic demise. It, It was. And here's the thing with these movies from Disney, they're they're we got to make it more diverse. We got more female. We we've got to have wokeness, and then and then blame the fl- It's really easy to get out. When this bombs, they're going to blame the fans because of white toxic masculinity. One hundred percent. That's why they didn't go see it. Wasn't that the excuse why the female Ghostbusters movie yeah. was a turd? When it was really just it was unfunny and dumb. Right. It was nowhere near in the same category as the original. And it was a turd, but it was toxic masculinity that was the problem. Now, I will say this about Disney. If somehow Donald Trump comes back and starts tweeting again, and he's on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, to me, it's always going to be Twitter. I kind of hope that we can start having Disney Snow White read Donald Trump tweets again. Remember when we used to have Snow White read Donald (laughs) Trump tweets? Democrats are becoming the party of late-term abortion, high taxes, open borders, and crime. I miss those days. I miss the chopper pressers, and I miss Snow White reading Donald Trump tweets. Juan Snow White just said the words late-term abortion on the show. Let's do another one. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that his nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I, too, have a nuclear button? But it's a much bigger and more powerful one than his. And my button works. 
I miss those days. Snow White reading Trump tweets. 